You're listening to the world famous Chick Whisperer podcast. And now, here's your host, Scott McKay. there and welcome to episode number 62 of the world famous chick whisperer podcast oh yeah this is scott mckay again coming at you from san antonio texas i have an interesting guest with me today his name is antonio sabato jr and if you are a rabid fan of general hospital you know the soap opera on tv which you may or may not be being that you're a guy probably well he was a tv actor on that show and Women everywhere know who he is, and he is absolutely famous in that regard. And if they don't know him from General Hospital, they probably know him as a Calvin Klein underwear model, like for real, a Calvin Klein underwear model. He actually succeeded Mark Wahlberg at that gig. And now he's available to be your ultimate wingman, having launched a dating tips blog that teaches guys just like you how to get the girl just like he does. Now, What does this guy know about getting women? He's had sex with some of Hollywood's hottest women, from Pamela Anderson to Madonna to Jennifer Love Hewitt. So, Antonio, man, welcome to the show. It's good to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, man, it's uh, my pleasure. This is going to be an interesting show. Let's face it, man. You're handsome, you're famous, and you're a model. You know, when guys out there, especially the more cynical among guys in my audience hear this, they're going to say, well, you know, this guy's pretty much won the genetic lottery. Okay, this has got to be simple for you to get women. I mean, you're an underwear model for Calvin Klein. You're on General Hospital. You're handsome. You're tall. You probably got money by now. You know, we see everywhere on the web when we look for men's dating advice, Antonio, that yeah. women who are nines and tens are reserved for Hollywood actors just like you. So I'm sure the first question any normal guy like me is going to ask is, what does this guy's life have to do with mine? How can you relate to us, Antonio? Well, I can because I come from the same world. I, I'm an immigrant. I came from Italy without speaking one word of English. I had to work my butt off trying to make it and trying to make some money in this country, trying to become an American citizen. I still do that, you know, and um, so I'm a regular guy. I worked hard for everything that I do. You know, I, I train physically every day, very hard for many years. You know, I was a common client model, but that's over a decade ago. It's been a while. I'm going to be 42 years old this month. I'm, um, you know, I think with hard work and uh, and honesty and uh, and a good belief and family values and everything else that uh, I try to keep it um, all real. And uh, I can share that part of my life, the dating part, with some folks. And, and going back to what you said about celebrities dating, um, you know, guys that are pretty much either well-known or very rich, that's not true at all. I think a lot of people in my industry, people that I've known, people that I work with, celebrities, women, are dating normal guys because they don't want to talk about the business. They don't want to, you know, they do it every day for 24 hours a day on the movie set, and then they want to come home and talk about other things. And I can relate to that because my wife is not an actress. I like to talk about other things and not just about what I do. So women in general, they want to be introduced to other worlds, other things. A lot of big time celebrities are not just dating actors. They're dating normal guys, you know, so. Yeah, I think that's fascinating because that may not be what most guys would have expected you to say, even about the women that you've been dating and the uh, Hollywood actresses you've been with, who we're going to talk about later. We'll definitely get to that. 
But one of the things that you just said that struck me really profoundly is you were not born with this proverbial silver spoon in your mouth with regard to being able to snap your fingers and get women like the Fonz or something. (laughs) This is something you did actually work through. You had a process of getting better with women in a different country, having to learn a new culture, but you wanted to relate to women and you worked on yourself. You actually did the work. This wasn't something that was automatic for you, right? No, not at all. I think uh, my parents taught me well. You got to be good to others the way you want to be treated. And, uh, and I build confidence in me that if my parents believe in me, uh, you know, we come from another country. We had to move here. We had to sell everything. We had to go through some stuff. You know, we sold a lot of things to have some money in our pockets to be able to come to this country. You know, we, we went through hard times. You know, my father and my, and my mother weren't, you know, they weren't rich. They were just, you know, middle class trying to survive and trying to move to another country. And uh, so I've learned a lot from that. I also learned humility and um, to be humble and to work hard for something and to treat people the same. Whether they're celebrities or not, you got to treat them the same way. And I've taken that all the way through my, my life and my career in everything that I've done and I've learned from my mistakes. And um, so I'm in a good place right now, to tell you the truth. I mean, I am in a really comfortable, happy place in so many ways. So, you know, it's good. You know, it's good to work hard for something and earn it. You know, Antonio, your humility is striking. I got to be honest, when I was talking to your publicist, who I talked to before I had a chance to speak to you on the phone, I had no idea what you were going to be like in real life. And talking to you, you are this down-to-earth guy who strikes me as humble. I mean, despite what your resume looks like, just in life success, I think it's a tremendous lesson for guys to listen to this podcast and realize you're a normal, decent guy who has nobody to impress You're totally cool. I mean, I feel like I could have a beer with you. Yet there are so many guys out there who truly are wannabes, especially compared to a guy like you and what you've accomplished, who just act like total douchebags. Like they own other people and everybody should defer to them. And they try to force respect. They try to command respect Mm -hmm. instead of earning respect the old-fashioned and, dare I say, more genuine way. Uh, What say you about that? Comment on that a little. Well, you know, I think uh, it goes with anything or anyone in this world we live in, I think you just got to know that we live in a very short amount of time. And in that small amount of time, you got to make the best out of it. And you got to ask yourself what kind of life I want to live, who I want to live it for, what are my goals? Am I going to work hard for something? Am I going to earn everything that I have? Am I going to be able to sleep at night knowing that I've done the right thing? And also, one of the most important things, am I going to help someone today? And it's not about me, it's about other people. So that's the way I live my life, and that's the thing that I try to teach my children is that uh, you got to help other people. you got to give your hand to anyone or anything at any given moment because that will only make you a better person. So, you know, looks, age, you know, we're all going to go to heaven. We're all going to die at some point. So life is just a matter of what you can make out of it. And uh, these few years, I mean, really, I mean, it goes so fast. And before you know it, you lived your life. And so I like to help people. I really do. And, uh, and listen, nobody, nobody's perfect. Nobody will ever be perfect. Uh, so we make mistakes all the time. And a lot of guys, they try to put up this persona that is not really who they are. But you can see through that. And uh, you just want to help them out because it, it's hard to be yourself. Sometimes you don't feel good with who you are. And so you got to make some changes. You know, I tell people all the time, you know, when they want to lose weight or they want to make a change, instead of complaining about it, Get up, do what you got to do, and and work hard, and it's going to turn around. Interesting to me as you're talking, 
is that you seem to be a man who does want to do the right thing. You seem like you want to do right by other people. And I dare say that you want to treat women well. You're not trying to notch your bedpost. You're not trying to use people. You're trying to leave this world better than you found it. And I would dare say that has a lot more to do than most average or normal guys out there listening to this podcast might think in terms of you being able to attract the kind of women you want. So I really appreciate that. One thing else that you said is that you're about to turn 42. Mm -hmm. As a guy in his 40s myself, I'd love to chit-chat a little bit here, Antonio, about how your life as a man and as a man who is attractive to women has evolved since you were younger. What do you know now that you wish you would have known perhaps in your early 20s? Well, you know, all kinds of things, the experience, the history, uh, but also I had to go through that. So I, I have no regrets. I had to go through everything to find myself now in a better place and to learn everything that I've learned over the years. So that's part of life. You just can't go back. You got to move ahead. So what I know now is just, you know, when I, when I was younger, the decisions were done in a sense where, you know, whatever happens, you're going to do it and you're going to go after it. Now it's just a matter of thinking about it, have a little process, use your head, slow down, breathe, and then make a decision. So I like that better, you know, uh, instead of just opening a door and jumping out. But also that comes with experience and it comes with uh, learning from your mistakes and I've made several, you know, I've made a lot and you constantly make mistakes and you learn from them. So I'm glad that I went through it and I'm still here to talk about it. You know, that whole idea of being a guy who pretty much thinks maybe with his small head instead of the big head mm -hmm. or perhaps doesn't think at all and just impulsively does things when he's younger, kind of like the old Jeff Foxworthy, hey, y'all watch this kind of decision making. Right. I think that really is a hallmark of younger guys and older guys like us, more mature guys, let's say. I don't think you and I are old yet. Yeah. But uh, insofar as that's concerned, you know, we make more calculated decisions because we've been through life. We've seen what the ramifications of bad decisions look like, and we're mm -hmm. uh, probably more likely to make good decisions. And, you know, that's one of the reasons why younger women go after older guys, isn't it? I mean, if we could just unscrew guys' craniums at a young age and pour this knowledge in, they'd be able to get the women their own age that maybe are going after an older guy, right? Right, but also things have changed. I mean, we have so much media and uh, social media and computers and whatnot and smartphones, and you can pretty much, anything goes, the entire world will know about it. So things have gotten a lot easier than when, when I was younger, when you had no texting and you had no that stuff. I mean, pretty much had to get on the phone and call somebody or just show up somewhere, and hopefully you'll be able to see that person. Nowadays, yep. you can get in touch with anybody at any given moment and take a picture and blast it for millions of people to see. The things have definitely have changed dramatically. I think it's a lot harder right now because the whole world knows about your stuff and you got to be extremely private. But uh, And also it's a lot easier for guys to get in touch with anybody they want. So in one way it's easy, but in another way it's like you got to deal with it and you got to make the best out of it and you got to be smarter about your decisions because anyone can know and um, and everyone will know very fast. And with that in mind, we have a voicemail we need to get to. This comes to us from Jason in Oakland. And, uh, man, he's asking a question that I think just about every guy can relate to. Here it goes. Hey, Scott. This is Jason here. Uh, my question is, uh, how much time do you spend communicating with women in between dates? So let's say you have a first date and it goes really well. How much time do you spend, yeah, like texting and calling them on the phone between the dates? Uh, personally, for me, I'm a quiet guy, so I prefer not to do that much. I'd rather just meet for dates, but I just want to hear what you would have to say because 
I do want to keep these ladies in my life also. All right, thanks, man. All right, Antonio, what we got here is we've got Jason in Oakland, and he, like me, I don't know if you're the same way, but man, I really just don't like hanging on the phone with women. I mean, it just seems like something women love to do. They can get on the phone and talk to each other. At least it used to be that way. Now they just text each other all day long. He's thinking, all right, I've got this woman. I'm interested in her. Maybe we've gone out on a date. How much do I call her and text her between now and the second date? I mean, you don't want to look needy, but you don't want to leave her hanging either. And if your tendency is to kind of want to avoid all that, how do you balance all that? What do you think? Well, you know, you have to follow your heart. And you got to really know why you want to get in touch with this person. Is somebody you're missing or somebody you want to you want to have sex with? And it's all about that because women are very smart. They will be reading you so fast and they'll know exactly what you're going after. But at the end of the day, if you really care about somebody and, and you just want to express how you feel and you just want to say, hey, you know what? I miss you. I'm thinking about you. Have a great day. And the best thing to do is just pick up the phone, leave her a message, say, listen, I'm not going to bother you anymore. I want you to have a great day, but I'm thinking about you. If you find some time to call me, let me know. Otherwise, we'll talk when we can. And that's so it's it's honest. It's truthful. It gets down to the point And you don't text because, you know, texting sometimes gets you out of the out of that comfort zone and all of a sudden you're like, you know, I'm going to text about this and that and then it doesn't come out clear and you can all of a sudden just talk about anything when you only wanted to say, have a great day. So call her, leave her a message and then see what happens from there. Yeah. Messages can get misconstrued very easily because of that lack of verbal communication and context. So guys may think they're coming up with this perfect thing to say via text and they have literally no chance of messing up by stumbling all over their words on voicemail or whatever. But what if that message is misinterpreted by the woman? And worse, you know, this is the thing guys don't even think one chess move ahead on is if she takes more than 10 seconds to respond to your text, your brain is going to start moving in all these different directions. Like, oh my gosh, does she not like me anymore? What happened? Is some other guy talking to her? And meanwhile, women are smart socially just like us. They don't want to come off as needy or clingy. They're going to, you know, sometimes play that game with us, whether we like it or not. They're not going to just respond immediately to us. They may take three or four hours to get back to us just because they feel like it. Meanwhile, the guy who sent her the text is going nuts over here and She's so far inside his head that he's already thinking, you know, if I lose this woman, it's going to be the end of the world. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I agree with you a thousand percent, guys. You know, even in this day and age where everybody texts, pick up the blasted phone, leave her a voicemail. And, you know, I kind of like the refreshing honesty of what she said, Antonio, because most guys are so worried about looking needy or looking desperate that no matter what they say, they're going to see that. Just like you said, the woman's going to read that in the message. Whatever you say to her, it could be perfectly normal and dare I say mundane but friendly and dare I say even sort of nice instead of jerky or cocky that what you're saying to her is on the phone is a natural thing to say. But because you come off as a confident guy who means well and who owns it, it's going to work because it's genuine, you know? Well, there's a lot of ego that goes on with people in general. They want to protect their ego. They want to protect their livelihood and everything like that. So you put up a front and sometimes you just got to see the person for who they are and calm that situation and go, you know what? I understand you on your privacy. I get you your work. I'm sorry to bother you. But, you know, I'm saying to you that I'm putting my ego aside because I really care about you and I wanted to see how your day was and have a great day and we'll talk later. If you come like that, I think it's, you know, first of all, a woman would be completely impressed by the fact you're honest and there's nothing there. 
uh, accept your honesty and your kindness. But also she'll be impressed by the fact that you're leaving her a message and like, hey, this guy called me. He left me a cute message. Why wouldn't I call him back, you know? Right, exactly. I do have to ask one question because some guys are saying, you know, if I said something to a woman like, gee, I'm sorry to bother you. Or if you want to call me back, it's up to you. It's okay. Mm -hmm. Some guys are thinking to themselves, you know, I'm a normal guy. If I say something like that, it's going to show that I lack confidence when maybe I need to assert confidence more. So I got a poignant question for you. Does the fact that you are a TV actor, that you're a Calvin Klein underwear model, sometimes compel you to sort of soften the impact of how awesome you are in a way that makes you look more down to earth? No, no, no. Because I, I, I've always been that way. I never walked in the room and, uh, you know, walked in with my resume in my hand. You know, it's mm-hmm. everybody's equal to me, so I treat everyone equally in, in return. You know, if somebody said to me, why did you leave me that message? Why were you so kind to me? I'd be like, well, I was kind because I am a kind person. So, you see, we're always judging what we're going to do and the consequences. If I say this, how she's going to react. You got to go with your gut feeling and just go from there and don't expect anything because... You know, when we leave that text, when we call and a relationship just started, we expect, and we expect what? To have sex with that person right away, and we expect to have that relationship right away, and it's not going to happen. So the best thing you could do is be honest and go, I was thinking about you. That was my first feeling. I wanted to see how your day was, and that's it. And I think if you come from that, there's no way that somebody can say, well, this guy's weak or whatever. They're going to say actually the opposite and tell you that this guy's different. I like them. It's good. A lot of times guys want to have sex as quickly as possible because they truly are desperate for sex. They're desperate for attention from women. And see, what they do is they try to perpetrate like they're not Mm -hmm. when in reality they are. And women are so used to reading that after years and years of socializing with guys that uh, exactly what you're saying, as off-putting as it actually may be to some of the guys out there who don't quite have a whole lot of experience with women yet and maybe we're given contrary advice to what you're saying Mm -hmm. if guys can ascend to that level where we can just say hey look you know what i am not going to think about having sex yet because either i have options elsewhere and i know that already which of course is an advanced stage for a lot of guys or i'm going to at least believe that i have the potential to be that guy so just like when a pushy sales guy tries to push a car or you know living room set on you (laughs) if it's a furniture store and you don't really want that one you're going to be less likely to buy it. But if a guy has got a six-month waiting list on a certain car that he sells, he's going to help you buy it. He's going to say, okay, let me answer the questions you got. Take your time. If you don't buy it, frankly, you know, he's thinking to himself, someone else will. When you have that attitude, that attitude of abundance instead of scarcity with women, you can say whatever you want to them, and it will come off exactly as you intended. And yeah, you know what? I agree with you 100%, Antonio. Women would rather have a good man than a jerk. Only women who have low self-esteem, who probably aren't worth a good, high-quality man's time anyway, are the ones who are going to respond to a jerk. So, yeah, what you're talking about here is basically the difference between being a good, decent guy versus being that needy, clingy, quote-unquote, Mr. Nice Guy type, right? Right. Exactly. And you always got to think of yourself as a gentleman in the relationship and you got to be able to take care of them from day one. And so from day one, you got to show the class and uh, the respect, you know, you need to be given to a woman or the woman that you're talking to always. Yeah, there's more to providing and protecting as a man for a woman than giving her all these expensive gifts just because she asked for them and perhaps beating up some thugs who are going to try to rob her at an ATM, right? 
it's more emotional than most guys think, right? Right. I, you know, listen, I mean, you, at some point or another, you're going to have to just be honest. And it's always good to be honest right away than later. So honesty is the best policy. I've talked about it in the blog. We've been talking about it for months. That's my opinion about everything that if you like someone, then don't be scared to tell them you like them and tell them why you like them. And if you're not sure why you like them, then keep your mouth shut and don't say it. Find out who they are first. <laughs> that makes good sense to me. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, this whole idea of honesty, the best gift you give yourself when you're honest is you don't have to keep track of all your freaking lies. Right, exactly. One lie builds another and it just keeps building up until you can't lie anymore. Yeah, good stuff. Jason, I trust that answers your question completely. What I'm going to do for you, since you were so kind to call in and give us that incredible question that so many guys can relate to, is I'm going to send you a copy of my program called The Leading Man. Now, The Leading Man is my most popular program of all time. It's all about how to manage a great relationship with a great woman. But it also has, tucked in there nice and neatly, an entire hour plus worth of audio on phone and text. All of my text game, all of my phone game is found in The Leading Man. Not a lot of guys realize that. So that's going to be sent to you right away. It's a $97 value. I hope you enjoy it. And guys, if you want to check out that program for yourself, go to www.theleadingman.info. Join my mailing list and then go ahead and find out more about The Leading Man and how it can change your life. And if you'd like to send us a voicemail, just like Jason from Oakland did, here's the number you're going to want to dial. It's plus one if you're outside the United States, area code 210-362-4400. Once again, 210-362-4400. As always, no one's going to actually answer that phone. You don't have to worry about what time of day you're calling it if you're calling from abroad. Um, or if you're calling from being with abroad, <laughs> it doesn't matter to me. Any time of the day, no matter who you're with, no matter what's on your mind, give us a call. All I ask is that you state your question clearly. Tell us your name, where you're from. Also, give us your email address and spell that email address out for you so that we can go ahead and send you this prize for having your voicemail selected and played on the show. And maybe a world-class expert will answer the question you ask. Make sure your question is relevant to as many guys as possible, and that'll make it more likely that yours gets picked. So thanks again, Jason, for that. And uh, it's time to move onward here, Antonio. Let's talk about those women you've been dating, man. Mm -hmm. It's pretty amazing. You've got listed here just on your press release. You've got Madonna. You've got Jennifer Love Hewitt. You've got uh, Pam Anderson. I mean, these are schoolboy fantasy chicks. And, uh, you know, guys are going to basically send me hate mail if I don't ask these questions. So tell me first, what was the secret to getting these women even where other famous guys can't? I mean, you're well known, okay? But you're not well known like Brad Pitt or George Clooney well known. How did you get these women? Was it all about not being overwhelmed by their celebrity and kind of treating them like normal human beings? Because it seems like you'd be really good at that. Am I on the right track here or what was going on? I don't know if there was a particular uh, uh, answer to that as far as what happened with me and having um, these relationships. I just, I've met some incredible women at, at incredible parties. The people around that, that I admired were there and stuff. And I was just always in the opinion of being honest. Like Once again, just being myself and... You know, I could read somebody from far away and I could see what they're, you know, what was going on. And then I just built something with the confidence, you know, that I have, the confidence that I've always had. And, you know, and I wanted to get to know them. And uh, and that was it. I mean, there's nothing really, there's no really a secret. I had my chances and it worked out for me. It's out there in the open, isn't it? There's no secret. There are two components of what you just told me. Mm -hmm. right. First of all, you were in the right place. 
you got to those parties, you were in that social circle where those women were. Mm -hmm. Right. And obviously that's by virtue of you having the connections you do and the experience you do. You know, I've also, it wasn't just the places too. I mean, uh, there was, I'm not going to mention a name, but there was a person that I was dating that I met at my son's dentist, you know, so it's not like it was the nightlife and all that stuff. And some of them I've met on movie sets, but it was like work related. So it wasn't just uh, going out. I'm sure that a lot of people do go to the Hollywood parties and, the, you know, there's also that side of uh, the coin. But I don't know. It's just the way things worked out for me. I just met someone at just normal places, too. Well, being in Los Angeles, being in Hollywood is in many ways the more macro version of being in the right place, right? It can be. I mean, uh, there's yeah. also other New York. Yeah, I mean, there's. It comes down to you know whether you meet them at these places or not, or you meet the person whether she's famous or not, and you have that attraction. It's going to start, and you got to follow your heart, and you got to just say, you know what, I'm attracted to this person. I'm going to go talk to her. I'm going to express how I feel, and that's how it goes. And that's why we've been talking. You know, I've been talking for months to a lot of guys all over the United States. Yeah, and that's the second element that I was going to get to. First of all, you were. Wherever that place is, somehow there were women who were famous there. Second of all, you actually went and talked to them. You got over whatever that approach anxiety is that most guys feel, and you basically went up to them, introduced yourself, and got on with it. And see, lots of guys, they'll come to me, Antonio, and they'll say, I can't get any women to go out with me. No women want to go out with me. And then my next question invariably is, well, how many women have you actually gone and talked to? And they'll go, none. Well, there's your reason. So like I said, it's sort of so obvious that it slaps you in the face. First of all, you're where these women are somehow. You're in their presence. And second of all, you nut up and you go and you talk to them. And from there, it's just like so many stories I've heard in the past. Wow, you're a really beautiful woman. I've heard guys say this countless times when they're really jealous of a guy because he's got a beautiful girlfriend. How did you end up with a guy like that? And the woman will oftentimes say, well, he asked me out. It's like, well, duh. I mean, you know, how much more fall out of bed easy does this get? And what you're saying is a lot of these women are normal girls. They don't want to date Brad Pitt or George Clooney. They don't want to stay in the public eye 24-7. They want to get rid of paparazzi, not draw more onto them, right? I mean, everybody's different. I don't, you know, everybody's got their opinion, what they like, what they don't like. But you just got to follow the things that you love and things that um, you like and you're personally attracted to. And that's what it comes down to. So you got to get to know yourself better, know what you like, what you don't like, and really have conversations and really look at something, stepping back instead of being really close and not really looking at the full picture. Because sometimes, you know, what looks good might not look uh, good after a little bit uh, when you talk to them. So I think that conversation, starting a conversation, being totally interested is a good thing. And, uh, and that's what we do uh, on Anastasia, and that's what uh, I've been trying to express on on the blogs. Just for the clarification, of guys who are listening, what is Anastasia? AnastasiaDate.com is, is um, pretty much you know is, is the biggest uh, dating service for a lot of uh, a lot of men all over the world, especially the ones in the United States, and they take care of a lot of guys. And you know, online dating right now uh, is probably the strongest relationships. People stay together, they get married, they don't get divorced. Uh, it's funny how things have changed dramatically. So Anastasia.com uh, has been able to put a lot of people together and stay together for a very long time. You know, it's been fun to work with them and being part of uh, the whole thing and learn about this whole online thing for about a year now. And, uh, you know, it's been fun. Getting back to some of the famous women you've been dating. I've come to the conclusion you probably wouldn't put up with women who are really high maintenance and 
sort of divas. You're too down to earth a guy for that. And that sort of attitude might wear thin with you pretty quickly. So talk to me about relating to these A-lister women. Is it really any different than relating to beautiful women who aren't famous? I mean, are some of them actually pretty down to earth once you get to know them and once you get them out of the public eye? They're all down to earth. I mean, really are. I mean, I, I kid you not. I mean, you can't, you really can't get to know somebody from the movies that they made or the press or the tabloids or all that stuff. You really get to know them. And I've met a lot of them and they're down to earth. They're really good people. They go home. They live their lives. You know, in the industry that I'm in, I've met a lot of incredible women who are very successful, um, very famous, and they're the most down-to-earth people I ever met. Yeah, kind of one of the ironies of being super famous and accomplishing at a high level is you suddenly have less to prove to everybody. You have less of a need to seek that approval. You've gotten that approval in the past. You know everybody knows why you're so awesome, so you can sort of just relax and be a human being again. There's nothing left to prove. So I'm not surprised at all that you've told me that. Cool. I mean, yeah, you can't really believe the limelight. I mean, sometimes your gut feeling speaks for everything. And uh, as you get older, you want to learn more about that gut feeling. You want to learn from your experiences, your mistakes, and then learn from them. And then the next time around, hopefully you won't go through it again. So I tend to believe I don't believe what I read or what I see. Uh, I believe when I personally meet that person and get to know it from my own uh, perspective. That's an amazing insight right there. You do not believe what the press may have led us all to believe about that particular person. You meet that person first person Mm -hmm. and you decide for yourself what that person's like based on real actual one-on-one interaction. Absolutely. Cool. And you know, I've got to ask about what happens in the bedroom. Are these famous women really better in bed because they may be more confident or is it the opposite because they may be too full of themselves and no guys desire them or whatever? I'm guessing maybe not the latter because of what you just said. Or, you know, is the probability of sexual prowess amongst those women pretty much the same as it would be for any other woman? It's the same. It's the same. Nobody's, you know, there's no women from another planet. They're all from here. And at the end of the day, it's all the same thing. It just depends how you put them up on a pedestal. You don't. And then it's really what the man does. You know, if you put a woman so high up that she's not even human anymore, then you'll be surprised when she is human and go, oh, well, I thought that you were going to be superhuman and you're not. So it, it's all good. It's all the same. And uh, they really know much different. I mean, we're all human beings. We're all created equally. So ultimately, in terms of reality, matching the fantasy with women like that, the truth is most guys probably are putting those women on too high of a pedestal and really it's going to be just like it would be with any other woman, right? Yeah. I mean, how could you live up to that? I mean, nobody can. Nobody will ever live up to that, ever, period. So you got to come down to the surface. You got to come down to reality and go, I'm going to treat you like a human being and you're going to treat me like a human being. There's no difference here. When you start from that and it's a plain field for both, that's a good start because otherwise it's not going to work. You know, if somebody, the ego kicks in, I'm better than you, you're better than me, blah, 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 all that stuff, it's not going to work. <laughs> That's got to be a deflation factor if it ever does happen. And those women have to know that. I mean, they want good orgasms just like everybody else. So they're not going to like start lording it over you in the bedroom. That wouldn't make anybody horny. Yeah. I mean, listen, <laughs> you can, you can be into somebody and I'm not taking, listen, if you, if you meet somebody you know, they, you've seen or you work with for so long and then finally this person is saying, yes, let's go out. I mean, you're into that person. You've been wanting to meet her. You know, all that comes for your benefit, but don't go like, well, I hope that she's going to be this great. I hope that she's awesome, that she's going to, and then it's too high up. You can't compete with that. So the excitement has got to be there, but on the same level as you are. 
on top of all of this, everything that we've covered, some guys were probably pretty darn amazed earlier to have you sort of casually mention, Antonio, that you're married and you're recently married. Mm -hmm. Now, a lot of guys, let's just throw it out on the table. They're going to say that in this culture, marriage is for women and it ties men down. And basically, as soon as you walk down the aisle with a woman, you've sawed off your balls and, <laughs> you know, you've handed in your man card. Yeah. You know, you're never going to see another woman naked again. And that's horrible. Right. Well, listen, you're obviously very good with women and can get just about anyone you want. Why did you get married? Because I believe in marriage. I believe in um, being together and spending the rest of my life with the person that I love the most and having a family. And coming back home to my wife, which is the most beautiful and caring person in the world, so I wouldn't change it for anything. And I, I certainly wouldn't be wanted to be single in this time of age because, you know, I have something to live for. I work for my wife. You know, I, I live for my family and my wife. So the bond that we have. And, and, and truthfully, I believe in marriage. And then why would I want to look for somebody else if I have the best at home? A lot of guys, unfortunately, they marry the first woman who comes along. Mm -hmm. And even guys will joke like, oh, well, this is the woman who will put up with me. Or even worse, they'll say, oh, here's my ball and chain. Man, Emily and I never joke like that because she's the greatest woman I've ever met. I chose her from many options, as I'm sure you chose your woman from many options. And that just makes so much more sense than settling for whatever woman will come into your life because you haven't become as good a version of your own self as you could be to attract the woman you really want. So I love what you're saying. I love the message that you're conveying to these guys. And remember, gentlemen, this guy did not come pre-fitted with a silver spoon in his mouth to attract women from birth. This is a guy who's gone through this whole process of becoming the best man he could possibly be, even to the point of becoming famous. And yes, now he's got lots of women who would like to be with him. And he chose the one he wanted to be with. And now, yeah, he's going to have access to his own kids. He's going to help raise his own kids. Those kids aren't going to be like, oops, uh, this was an accident. Now I have to pay child support. He wanted to be a family man. And that's all right. You know, guys, don't necessarily listen to what somebody else is telling you about marriage, even about dating, about sex. Do what you want to do because you're a man and you make your own decisions. I love it. Right. I do have one more question for you because I think guys are going to want to know this too. You have a lot of opportunity with women still. Mm -hmm. How do you avert that temptation and successfully stay married to one woman and remain happy and fulfilled? Well, because marriage is a priority to me and um, how I'm committed to my marriage and my wife is solid. And uh, I believe in, in the marriage in every single sense of the word and what it stands for. So I wouldn't want to break that with somebody else who's just there to, uh, to fulfill my need as a man, let's say. And uh, it's not going to happen. I'm not going to break that. Marriage to me is a very important thing and I want to stick to that. And if that was the case, then I'd rather be divorced and uh, be back on the, the single market rather than, uh, than breaking that bond that we have. So you made a decision. You made an informed decision. You know what? I've dated enough. Now I've met this great woman. Not only is she the right woman for me, I'm sure of it because I've had the chance to find out over so many years or whatever from dating other women exactly what it is that I really want. Not only that, but I'm ready to move on to that stage of my life where I'm in a relationship with a great woman and going to become a family man. Right. Right. Exactly. And uh, I believe spiritually in the marriage, uh, me and my wife do. So we're very connected that way. So it's not just, uh, oh, I'm married. Uh, I signed the papers at the courthouse. This is a spiritual commitment with God above that we made for life. And we're going to work hard and keep working harder every day to make it stronger bond because we have a commitment to each other and to the man upstairs. So 
when you think about it that way, then marriage becomes such a much bigger, complete situation, you know? Antonio, what would be your number one bit of advice for guys who might know they have potential with women, but they're just not yet seeing the success they'd like to have? I, I think the most important thing is to really believe in yourself that you are awesome the way you are. And you got to give yourself credit uh, and not put yourself down that you don't deserve this or you shouldn't be with this person. You can never get this person. Everybody is on the same playing field. And you can argue with money and fame or whatever, but we have this life and we got to make the best out of it. So you got to start believing in yourself before you start having people believe in you. And uh, it all starts from there. I mean, there's a lot of stories of people who have succeeded in all kinds of things, not just in the dating, but in sports and getting to the moon, you know, traveling oceans. And we've done it because we believed in ourselves. And I think you got to believe in yourself Give yourself credit. Have some fun. You know, smile at life and go, I'm going to make it. It might not happen today, but I have tomorrow, and tomorrow's coming quickly. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to happen to me very soon. And I think so many guys, we uh, live our own lives from our own perspective. We can't live anybody else's lives. We can't see or feel what it's like to be them. And we say, you know, all those beautiful women, all those great experiences, those are for some other guy. They're not for me. I don't get to have that woman. That's for some other guy. But when every guy says that, who are these women going to be left with? It's got to be one of us. So it may as well be us. It may as well be you, man. It may as well be anybody else listening to this podcast. Guys, man up. Go where the women you want to meet are and meet them and see what happens. Don't automatically assume it won't. I think you just encapsulated your entire secret, even not just with women, but probably to your success in general, Antonio, and I really appreciate that. And I, like I said earlier when we started was that I enjoyed helping these guys. Sometimes they just need to hear from another dude and go, you know what, how did you do it? How can I do it? That's all I need to do? Really? Okay, yeah, you need to do this and that. And so the Anastasia blog has been really cool for me to get in touch with these guys and help them out, and hopefully we've done a good job. Yeah, let me go ahead and give these guys an easy-to-remember way to get to that. I always do this, so I'm going to do it this time also. Guys, if you want to get to Antonio Sabato Jr.'s blog on how to get better with women, simply go to www.thechickwhisperer.com front slash Antonio, spelled like good old San Antonio, A-N-T-O-N-I-O. Once again, www.thechickwhisperer.com front slash Antonio, and you'll find out more about uh, what he's talking about there, what kind of insights he's giving guys. Uh, it's well worth reading. It's good stuff. And then also, guys, if you want to download Antonio's cool new app for your iPhone or for Android or uh, see what's going on in his chat room, you can catch him on either Facebook or Twitter. Both of those are front slash Antonio Sabato Jr., and Jr. is Jr. So, uh, yeah, man, lots of resources, and you're pretty much giving this away to guys for free, which is extra special also. So, uh, Antonio, it's been a pleasure to talk to you, man. I've been pleasantly surprised. Same here, Scott. Good stuff. Thank you very much. Cool, cool. Yeah. And, guys, remember, if you want to get on my mailing list, you can go to www.thechickwhisperer.com anytime. Get really good stuff in your inbox every day. Practical advice is going to help you get better with women, and you will also get a free special report when you do that on how to get first dates and ace them so you will get the second date also. Until I talk to you guys again real soon, this is Scott McKay from XMY Communications. Until episode number 63, be good out there. 
the Cheek Whisperer podcast is copyright 2009 by X and Y Communications. All rights reserved worldwide. Be sure to sign up for the X and Y Communications newsletter at www.thechickwhisperer.com. This is Ed Royola speaking for the Chick Whisperer podcast.